Isaac Shade here, co-host of the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Join Andy Patton and me every Monday as we break down all the buzzer-beating action, conference rivalry games, and need-to-know bubble matchups ahead of the NCAA tournament. Check out the Locked On College Basketball Podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. On a night that was inevitable, Caitlin Clark breaking the all-time scoring record. She does it with a flair for the dramatic, a career high, a dominating performance. We break it all today. Caitlin Clark, your all-time NCAA women's basketball story scoring leader today, Locked on Hawkeyes. You are Locked on Hawkeyes, your daily podcast on the Iowa Hawkeyes. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, welcome in. I'm Trent Condon, and this is the Lockdown Hawkeyes podcast. Thanks for making Lockdown Hawkeyes your first listen every day. We're available wherever you find podcasts. You can also find us on YouTube. While you're there, make sure you hit that subscribe button. It helps us get in front of more Hawkeye fans. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. New customers join today. You'll get $150 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. Quite a night as Caitlin Clark breaks the all-time scoring leader list and passes Kelsey Plum as the all-time leader in women's scoring in NCAA history. We knew this was going to happen. Uh, we talked about it before the season. Uh, that was a summer topic that came up. What is it going to happen and ultimately happen on a Thursday night at Carver Hawkeye Arena? Another sold-out crowd, another incredible environment. The get-in price was through the roof. All the things and all the the things that you look at and just how she has changed the game. Not just college basketball on the women's side, but basketball as a whole. I uh, see my four-year-old son um, wearing his Caitlin Clark shirt and celebrating after the moment. And a big smile on his face as he's watching it and, and watching her and seeing my daughter as we went to the Final Four a year ago. And that's just me personally. And everybody has those stories. And it doesn't matter if you're just a fan or you're watching it through a young person's eyes, just enjoying these moments. We have had an incredible run of successful athletes at the University of Iowa and the Hawkeye teams that most everybody listening and watching certainly roots for. And yet with all of that, this has been something so completely different. And you know, listening to Caitlin after the game, we'll talk about really all the factors. But going back to the way that her career started and where it began in an empty building. I was going back and looking through some box scores early in her career and her first game at Carver Hawkeye Arena in front of 300 fans. I mean, it was friends and family only and not many friends. It was family only that were allowed in those games back then in the season after the COVID season shut down the NCAA tournament of 2020. And to go back to that and now see her everywhere she goes playing in front of sold out crowds and, and the flair for the dramatic starting off the game, eight points away. When's it going to happen? There were props that were out there at FanDuel. You could bet on those. Uh, not available in the state of Iowa. We can't do individual player props for in-state players. You can do it for other ones, but not in-state ones. But that aside, and they were out there. What was going to happen? It was a three-pointer, and we should have known. So she gets to the bucket right away, gets a deuce. 
hits a three-pointer off a screen. Uh, it was funny. There was one of the camera angles, and you could see somebody at the end of the Michigan bench just like drop their hands in their head, just, what, what are we doing? How, how do we leave her that open? And then hoisting up what was, what, 32, 35, 36 feet? Pierre. That's what she does. It's it, What makes her so incredible is not that she makes a bunch of buckets, right? It's how in those big moments, in when the pressure's at its most intense, she delivers. And she comes up, and, and the dramatic is absolutely incredible. And, and it shouldn't happen any other way. Um, she said afterwards, Caitlin did, that you, know, you knew it was going to be a Logo 3. And though she wasn't officially on the Logo, she was aside. Still, it was one of her deeper, deeper three-pointers that she made. And um, there's something really cool uh, up on Twitter. And that's not always the case with Twitter. But Kirk Goldsberry, who's done analytical work for a very long time in basketball space, uh, he's got a shot chart that a very cool visual of where all of her, where all of her points came from in the free throw line. And then you see the last one. And it's like these little almost lasers kind of go into the rim. And the last one and just how deep it was. One of the deepest of her career came on that shot. A moment that I'll remember for as long as I'm around and as long as I got my wits about me, I will remember that moment watching with my wife, seeing the kids and and just being there. We're lucky. We're lucky that we get to be witness. And there's so many angles to this. It's not just about breaking the scoring record. I mean, it's just, it's a number. This is not, you know, I don't think a number that we're going to talk about, but it's about these moments and having the ability to see, see these kind of things. A three for three start, just right away. Boom. A week after Hannah Stulke sets a Carver Hawkeye Arena record for points inside the building, she goes out and breaks it and puts up 49. Um, doing that after Stulke goes for 48 the game before in Carver against Penn State. Uh, just an incredible night. We're incredibly lucky to be able to just go through this and, and see these different things. And it just kept going. And we're going to talk about the game a little bit. And we're going to take a look forward. We're going to do those things and break it down. But more than anything, I just want to open up and talk about talk about this moment. And great job out of Peacock. I mean, two terif- terrific broadcasters on the call. I, I thought that was really good and, and a continued good job. And we've seen that throughout the course of the year. And you might go, go kicking and screaming to streaming. But that's the new reality and what it is. But we're lucky that this was on Peacock. You know why? Because we got to see the ceremony afterwards. We got to see the press conference afterwards. We got to see all the pomp and circumstance. And it wasn't cutting away to get to the next game or cutting away just to talk to the studio, to talk to the studio. No, they stayed there. And they showed what was happening on the Jumbotron. And if you didn't have hundreds of dollars or thousands of dollars to get in the building, you were able to see it and live that moment. And that's good for all of us. Great work out of Peacock, uh, getting that done. And... One of the few times that I think early on here in the new world, as we are able to watch sports on TV and having to do it a different way, uh, that was a really good thing. Speaking of the ceremony, Caitlin Clark, she's a tough cookie, right? I mean, she's, you don't see a ton of that kind of emotion from her. She's emotional. She's always been an emotional player. Going back to her high school days, emotion's always something there. She revs hot. She gets after officials. She'll get after teammates. And Lisa Bluter, one of the first things that she worked hard to do 
is to try to peel back a couple of those layers and to get that simmer down a little bit, right? To go from maybe boiling down to simmer. Maybe that's a better way to put it. And she's been able to do that. And though she's still emotional as a basketball player, it's not what it once was. And that's important. And that's what you need. And not everybody can be Caitlin Clark. Not everybody has the talent, the drive, the passion, all the things that are necessary to be at this level. But seeing her see her family and seeing her parents on the Jumbotron when everybody was congratulating her, that was cool to see. Because it's a side of Caitlin Clark that we don't get to see very often. We see her on the court. We see her in press conferences. We see her say the right thing seemingly every single time. And it doesn't matter if it was the hubaloo after the national championship game last year with Angel Reese. She said the right thing. And she didn't make it a bigger deal than a lot of people wanted to make it after that game. She didn't do it. She thanks her teammates. She thanks her coaches. She thanks the fans. She does everything that you want. There's a reason she's a star. Because she gets it. But also you get to see that other side of her. With her brothers. With her parents. With her family there. Her teammates, what they meant. Some smiles, some laughs. They're trying to lift her up. They're having a fun time. And she's saying, get me down. Get me down from here. It's just those little moments that you have throughout the course of that. It was really, really cool. And to see the number of people that have been following this. And we know the numbers. And what she's done to this sport. And the way that she has built it and continued to build women's basketball at a level that I don't think many people thought it could ever be. And yet here we are. Nearly 10 million people a year ago watching the national championship game. Ratings through the roof. Setting rating records on national broadcast TV. Doing that time in and time out. That's what you get. And I'm going to guess Peacock is going to be talking about the same thing when their numbers come out from the stream. It's going to be through the roof. we got to talk more about this. It's a moment. Remember it. Cherish it. Let's have some more fun talking about it. We'll do that as we continue here. Locked on Hawkeyes. Today's episode of Locked on Hawkeyes is brought to you by FanDuel. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel. It's America's number one sports book because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and a whole lot more. If you're not into the NBA, don't worry. I've got you covered with college basketball. Not just college basketball on the men's side, a deep menu of women's college basketball, including our Iowa Hawkeyes. Just visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and shoot your shot. FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Trent Condon back with you again here on the Locked On Hawkeyes podcast. Thanks for making Locked On Hawkeyes your first listen every day. The outpouring of congratulations was ridiculous. 
first mentioned Angel Reese a moment ago. Well, mentioned LSU from the national championship game. She was there right away. Uh, great to see that from Angel Reese. We know the respect that those two players have for each other and to see that come out. But then you had uh, the Big Ten Network put out about a five-minute video, and you saw the commissioner. All right, Tony Petiti's there. All right, so be it. There's plenty of people in women's basketball, but it was it was some of the other people. I mean, Eli and Peyton Manning setting congratulations. Tom Brady setting congratulations um, in that video. Dave Lillard, Ashton Kutcher, of course, a big Hawkeye, and his wife, Mila Kunis. So you had that. Barack Obama, former president, talking about Caitlin Clark, girl that grew up just down the street from where I am right now in West Des Moines in my home. Magic Johnson, just on and on and on. You see, you see these people and they show up on your timeline on Twitter. And it's just, it's, it's astonishing. Astonishing just as a Hawkeye fan that this is happening. I can't imagine being them. Can't imagine being Caitlin Clark and the Clark family, being a teammate, being a coach. Lisa Bluter, Jan Jensen, Abby Stamp. And these are people like us from here, right? And they're going through this. And yet with all of this and everything that's gone on and all the extra, and there's so much extra, not just the pressure that is there, but the media and the fans and the cameras and everything you do and being scrutinized and all different levels and people with misinformation and all these different things. And yet, they handled it incredibly well. Caitlin lived up to the moment. She continues to do that time in and time out. After the game, the ceremony was great. The, the goofy parts of it, the fun parts of it, the smiles, getting to see Monica Sinano, getting to see uh, Warnock out there. Um, you can see that definitely got to Caitlin when they were up on the screen. Her brothers, her parents giving the message, just all, all those parts of it. But also, they're playing a team. And how about this for Michigan? After the game, the Michigan coaching staff delivered handwritten notes from each one of the Michigan players. Again, shows you the respect that she has. And people, her opponents, her adversaries, understanding the importance of what she means to this sport. Nike, where she has a deal with Nike, and I'm waiting for that first Caitlin shoe to come out. I was surprised it didn't come out before this season, but we'll wait until probably the summer, right before the WNBA season starts. And coming out with the tweet, you break it, you own it. And then you saw the shirts for all the players and some of the family members and a few other people that got their hands on one of those shirts. I think you're going to see a few of those going to be running around town here pretty quickly. Uh, they also had posters, apparently, inside Carver Hawkeye Arena. number of people getting their hands on those. I would love one of them. By the way, maybe put it here in the background, down in the man cave. Wouldn't mind that one bit. If somebody uh, happened to grab an extra one, let me know. Uh, you have that part. After the game, I, I got a kick out of it. So the Des Moines Register printed out those special edition papers. You see that a lot after championships and the like. And uh, I was thinking to myself, how many of these young ladies, you know, 18 to 22 years old, how many of them actually have read, read a newspaper? It probably doesn't happen very often. Oh, look, it's all online anymore. Got my online subscription to the Des Moines Register, but... Don't get the physical paper anymore. That one just uh, got a kick out of it. You see as she's being interviewed by Holly Rowe uh, for ESPN after the game, too. And watch that on SportsCenter then later in the night. And you see in the background, uh, Jada Jimphy and Kate Martin just kind of hamming it up. 
And then you remember, oh, yeah, these are young ladies. They're just having a great time. They're having the time of their lives. And we get to bear witness. Let's get to the game. Um, obviously, the start, amazing. Really kept Michigan at bay. The defense was rough at times. But we saw some good moments, I thought, out of Addison O'Grady. Uh, she came in, had that block shot late in the shot clock, had a couple of tough rebounds there in the paint. Again, we've talked about this in the past, but it, but it bears mentioning again. There's going to be a moment coming up in March that they're going to need a big post performance against either the size that they're going to face, physicality that they're going to see, a team that's just killing them on the glass. There's going to be a moment that they're going to need Addison O'Grady, Sharon Goodman. We saw Edinger out there tonight, A.J. Edinger. are going to need those players to come in and help, not just give minutes, actually help and help win a game. And we saw some good moments again from O'Grady. She has an ability to be a solid post player. Want to see more? I get that. But she has it there. Uh, Kate Martin was really good again. Gabby Marshall was able to knock down a couple of shots. Important for that. Need to get her shooting going. We know what she does on the defensive end of the floor, but she's got to be able to add more. She really does. Um, I, I think if you've been listening every day, as you know this, I'm a big Taylor McCabe fan. I think... At times when they lack shooting, she needs to get some more minutes and get in the rhythm, hit down that three from the top of the key on the throwback from Caitlin Clark. Um, but overall, it was a win against an okay Michigan team. Team maybe on the outside looking in for the NCAA tournament, but you just control it. I mean, you get out to that lead when you let Iowa run in that fashion. Iowa only had three players in double figures. Now, when one goes for 49, that's okay, but that's what you get. And now you look forward. And it is just perfect timing for this team to break the record here, to get it done in these circumstances, and now to have a week off. Coach Bluter said uh, yesterday in the press conference before the game that going to give the girls some time off, going to give them just a, an opportunity to reset themselves a little bit because the grind is going to continue. And remember what they had to do a year ago, starting at Carver in the NCAA tournament after winning three games in three days in the Big Ten tournament again. They've done that a bunch recently and won a lot of games in the Big Ten tournament under Coach Bluter. But the grind that will start on Thursday and what they're still facing now in front of them, it is arguably their most difficult game that's going to be remaining coming up in that one, going to Indiana. We just know how good that Indiana team is, what they can do inside. Speaking of that, I mean, it's a tough matchup. And though we got them in Carver, though a year ago, didn't go very well in Assembly Hall. And it took a shot at the horn to beat them in Carver. It's going to be a tough matchup. So to have that opportunity with all the pressure, a chance to reset, I think the schedule works out incredibly well. After that, you're back home for Illinois. You go up to Minnesota, then Ohio State, potentially playing for regular season title in that game. If the Buckeyes lose a game, we'll see. Comes down to the tiebreaker. At minimum, you can get a tie out of it and at least get a share if you run the table up until then. And that means beating Indiana next Thursday. But the schedule sets up incredibly well. Get some rest, get some recovery, and just all this pressure that's been there and, and all these conversations that have really moved away from the team. Now, when you talk about Iowa women's basketball, you're always going to talk about Caitlin Clark, and you should. She's the GOAT. You should be having those conversations because it's so important. But overall, a really good setup here. Next Thursday at Indiana, Sunday at home, the 25th against Illinois, Wednesday against Minnesota, and then Sunday, March 3rd. And to get in price for that one, and what will likely be the last regular season game in Carver-Hawkeye Arena for Caitlin Clark, 
went from 300 fans in attendance, family, to another sold-out Carver-Hawkeye Arena. What a run. What a season. What a career. What a stud. Caitlin Clark, thank you for the moments that you gave all of us. And let's have a few more. Let's have another run. What do you say? Big weekend coming up here in Iowa sports, though the women's basketball team is off. We got more basketball to talk about. The men's team comes back home to Carver Hawkeye Arena at a sold-out Carver for men's basketball. Yeah, that's right. It's a sellout for the men. Haven't had that uttered very often throughout the course of this year. We'll talk a little bit about the matchup against the Badgers coming up and Iowa baseball gets their season started as anticipated as a baseball season maybe that I was ever had. We'll talk about that as we continue Locked On Hawkeyes. Today's episode of the Locked On Hawkeyes podcast is brought to you by Game Time. Killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and the best price guaranteed. That's what Game Time can do for you. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. See the view from your seat before you buy. Know exactly where you're going to be and what to expect when you arrive. I love their all-in prices. It shows the total upfront. You know what you're getting and know you're getting a great deal before you check out. Find exclusive, exclusive flash deals and sponsor deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy theater, and a whole lot more. And the game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or row for less, game time. We'll credit you 110% of the difference. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with GameTime. Terms apply. Just download the GameTime app and use the code LOCKEDON. That will get you $20 off your first purchase. Once again, code LOCKEDON for $20 off your first purchase. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Welcome back in. This is the Lockdown Hawkeyes podcast, and I'm Trent Condon. Thanks for making Lockdown Hawkeyes your first listen every day. We're free, available wherever you get podcasts. Your team every day. That's what we do here across the Lockdown Network. Doesn't matter what you are looking for, not just your favorite team in Major League Baseball. Yeah, that's right. Pitchers and catchers, they've reported the NFL draft. It'll be here before you know it, even though the offseason is here. NBA, NHL, Locked On Fantasy Sports, Locked On Bets. We have you covered on the Locked On Network. Let's get back in to your team right now, the Iowa Hawkeyes, and kick things off with the men's basketball team as they come back home to Carver. Now, disappointing one, as we talked about in the Instant Reaction podcast yesterday after Iowa falls on the road to Maryland, another blown lead late in that one. Go back and check it out uh, yesterday and some of my frustrations that definitely came out of that game. We know, though, that the season is over. This team's not going to be an NCAA tournament team. Can they get in the NIT? Perhaps. Could they make a run? That'd be fun. But now, with it and the schedule that's going to be in front of them, Iowa needs to see what they got. And I think it starts at the point guard position. You have to realize and understand right now, if you're going to go into next season and you're going to do it with either Brock Harding as your starting point guard, DeSante Bowen as your starting point guard, or if you're going to go into the transfer portal and find somebody else. We have not seen enough out of either of those guys to believe that they are going to be a plus Big Ten starter at this point. Brock Harding has deficiencies defensively. He's got to become better as a shooter. He's quick. 
He can do things off the bounce. He's got incredible vision, but there's also minimums to his game. DeSante Bowen, I thought it was going incredibly well at the beginning of the season. He lost his starting gig, and since then, the minutes have kept going lower and lower for him. At this point in time, I don't know if either of those guys are good enough to be very good starting point guards. They can start. Maybe they start on a bad team. You don't want that. The front court has a chance to be really good next season. What they have coming back with, obviously, Owen Freeman. Dembali's definitely shown enough this season to think that he can be a guy that can be, at minimum, a rotation player for an NCAA tournament team. Sanford comes back. Dix comes back. We'll see about Tony Perkins coming back for another season of eligibility if he wants to go that route. But point guard, you just don't know. Josh Dix is not a point guard. Tony Perkins is not a point guard. They can play it, but that's not what you're looking for in that position. I want to see a real point guard. I want to see a high-level point guard and see what they can do with the way that Fran coaches offense, how efficient they are year after year. I would just love to see. Find somebody in the portal to come in. And you looked at K-State last year. They brought in Newell, right? And that dude was outstanding. He's a little guy. Didn't have everybody after him. Was not a guy that you know, was Kentucky and Duke beating down his door to try to get his services. He went to Kansas State. Met in Manhattan. He can sell Iowa City. You can get a guy to come in. Now, the NIL's got to be right. Got to have that happening too, but you can find cards. I'd just love to see it because I think the other pieces are there for Iowa to make a jump back next year. Got to be better defensively. We say that every single year. Yet here we are once again. It's Wisconsin. Badgers are not playing well, but it doesn't matter. Uh, some Wisconsin teams that have really struggled in the past have come into Carver and won. Iowa's played very well or been playing very well before the Badgers come there. Hasn't been a ton of success. It's a program. I don't think you want to emulate their style of play. It's not fun, but they win. And that's a lot more fun than the alternate, right? No doubt about it. They're wounded. They got a win earlier this week. This is not a great Wisconsin team. It's not a great Big Ten. Another winnable game. What's likely going to happen? I will have a lead. Blow the lead. And away we go. Finally, Iowa baseball in their most anticipated season ever. Preseason top 20 uh, by Baseball America. The number one pick in the Big Ten by the coaches. A 1-2-3 punch as good as anybody, maybe outside the SEC, and maybe a top two as good as anybody in the country with Marcus Morgan and, of course, your number one Brody Beck. Beck. Uh, those two guys at the top called a ton of Brody's games in high school. He's a special talent. We know football's his first love, but his calling is baseball. And for a guy that not just tops out at 100 miles an hour, 101, 102, has the power arm, but has an ability to miss bats, that big sweeping breaking ball, he, he has all the every single thing that you can want from a pitcher. He's got the size. He's got the frame. It's all there. And now he's dedicated himself completely to baseball going into this season. It's exciting. Now, these three games starting up here down in Florida this week, they're all relatively difficult. In fact, more difficult than I initially thought. You see, all right, Seton Hall. Well, Seton Hall a year ago was on the fringes of being an NCAA tournament team, finished in the top half of the Big East, was just on the outside looking in, and they returned a, lot, a ton and picked, I believe it was second in the Big East uh, this season. Ball State picked in the top three in the MAC this year. Even Lehigh was picked fourth in their league. So all three of these games, they're not that they can just roll up the balls and go out there and get three victories. It would be great to be able to do that. Then they'll come home. Uh, they just added a home game next week 
I, I know the weather in February has been nuts here in the state of Iowa, but they're going to try to play a game against Loris over at Dwayne Banks Field coming up on Tuesday and then another trip uh, down south as they'll go down to Jacksonville. They'll get Auburn, yeah, pretty good baseball program. They'll get Virginia. Uh, they won a national championship here semi-recently. And Wichita State, that was, I mean, the Midwest power, at least for a guy like me, uh, growing up in the 80s and 90s. That's what you have coming up next. A schedule, it's pretty daunting early on. It's got the horses. They absolutely do and should be a really fun baseball season. We'll continue to break things down. We'll take a little deeper dive and look into things next week uh, when we have a whole lot of time. But today, it's all about Caitlin Clark. Ah, boy, just the accolades that continue to roll in. Some of the numbers, I, I got to mention a few more of these. They're just nuts. Uh, this one from Optistats. Caitlin Clark in a record-breaking 126-game career for Iowa women's basketball. 35-69 points. 1,018 assists, 882 rebounds, 800, excuse me, 487 threes made. No one else in the NBA, WNBA, or NCAA history, men or women, any division, has reached all those numbers over any 126-game span. Yeah, pretty good. Another one from Opta Stats. Caitlin Clark scored or assisted on 79 points for Iowa women's basketball tonight. That's the most points accounted for by any Division I women's player in any game in the last quarter century. Uh, one more for my buddy Dan Welter, and I think this is absolutely right. There needs to be a mark on the floor where Caitlin broke the record. No doubt. Put something there. Put a picture there. And how about Carver-Caitlin Arena? Carver-Clark Arena? That's a pretty good ring to it. We'll talk to you next week after a big weekend of Iowa sports. We got you covered, your team, every day here on the Lockdown Network. Again, thanks for making Lockdown Hawkeyes your first listen every day. Hey, also want to let you know Lockdown has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. And now it's available on Amazon Fire TV in the free Fire TV channels app. Lockdown Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day. You can guess this one's going to be in there with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Find Locked On Sports Today now available on the free Fire TV channels app. We'll talk to you again next week. Have a great weekend and go Hawks.